mic is for these speakers. This is for that. And that's gotcha. what matters. Okay. We're good. And we, I only have one mic, so I'm going to have to pass it. Actually, it I have right two mics. Here. He's right there I, without I, him. I watched... Uh, I watched... That like a bomb going up? If they're <sighs> golfing behind us. Ah. Yeah. There you go. There we go. No, I was here yesterday when you're doing uh, Q. And, yes. And, and Jaden. Uh, and Jaden. Yep. Because I'm good friends with Patrick. Yep. So... It's always fun. All right, it's good. All right, well, I'm you taking get this that. back. Yeah, okay, look, I asked for two mics, and they only gave me one, so I have to pass it to you. It's kind of lame. Though. It's okay. If you don't mind. All good. Glenn Pash, it's good Hi. to see you. Um, I would love for you to tell me a little bit about, well, tell the audience who you are, what you do, and uh, why you're such a big name in automotive. I'm not quite sure about big name, but uh, uh, we run, my brother and I, Brian, uh, own an agency. So we do full service digital marketing for tier three. We consult with dealer, larger groups who basically have their marketing, but need someone to guide the strategy or help them with their sales process. And then we also consult with uh, manufacturers and then we host events, educational events as well. Love it. So tell me a little bit about what's happening here at the show for you at Digital Dealer. What are you talking about and uh, what are some of the insights that uh, you're delivering to the dealer body? Well, actually, we, uh, Sarah Ciociola, who's on my team, she's the head of paid media. Her and I are doing a workshop, um, very hands-on, about the marketing sales funnel because, you know, all of you, you walk around and you see all of these products. A lot of times the marketing managers don't know how to use them or how it fits together is this an overlap? Is this something new? And sometimes in the dealership, that marketing person is left to their own devices. So we put together a workshop where we're saying, here's, we're, we're going to help you organize your day. We're going to say, this is what you need to have control over. And then here's how you basically use the sales funnel or marketing funnel to say, these ads go here, these ads go here, these go ads here. Uh, and a lot of people here, I think everybody's getting refocused on Measuring data, efficiency, accountability, just because over the last year, year and a half, things change. Not that, and I've heard deal, people say dealers got lazy, and I hate that. It wasn't. It was just the rules of the game changed. Now the rules of the game changed again, and we just have to get back to understanding what we're spending, what are we getting, and how is it converting into sales. You know, I, I'm, I'm amazed at how quickly things are changing in the automotive industry. I mean, it just feels like, Every day there's something new. And um, it seems like your agency is really helping dealers stay ahead of all, all things digital and all things marketing. Can you talk a little bit about the kind of transformations that you've seen and how you help dealers navigate through that? Yeah, I, I think that's a great question. We, our focus is always education first. So we want to make sure our dealers understand what we're doing instead of getting in a report and going, I have no idea what you're talking about. And it's a good balance between my brother Brian and I. Brian is always thinking forward. He's always looking at what's next, seeing down the road. He has a good gift for that. Where I go, let me take this, and how can we actually make it practical for dealers and translate some of that word soup into something they can do with it. Um, so we're always looking at the next level of what, what, what can we do better with paid strategies? How can we really measure it? Uh, Brian started the Automotive Standards Council. Trying to get all of, with Google uh, Analytics 4, he saw an opportunity to say, well, what if all of the vendors started firing events the same way into analytics? So you could now measure website to website to website because we're firing the same thing. Um, so that was really big. And then just the whole GA4. 
everyone's scared, everyone knows, and even for ourselves, it's we joke we're flying the plane and building it at the same time because Google's not ready, but come July 1st, it's going to fire. So we're, we're always trying to balance that, and our client set usually is for people who want that. They come to us because they know you're a step ahead of everyone else. Right, right. Are there things you can you can talk about in terms of GA4 to get people to be a little more calm about it? Yeah, so GA4 is coming. Mm -hmm. Now, some people are saying, oh, Google's going to kick the can down the road again, but I haven't heard anything or seen anything. The good thing is that their old analytics will stay for another year, so people aren't panicked about losing that, but they have to work with their agency to say, at some point, I have to take this data out. The biggest thing that people have to understand, and, and this is where I think some of the communication is getting lost in the shuffle. Every website platform is running a GA4 for you, but they own it. You have to ask them, can I see it? You need to create one for your own dealership that you own, and then ask your website platform to fire all of the data and the events into yours. And the reason you want to watch both is so they are similar. But that's the point is that if you leave that website provider, they're taking that GA4 with them. So you need your own. And I don't think a lot of people understood that. So just basically your website platform should do it and your agency should do this. This is not something that the dealers really need to do themselves. Any good reputable agency should be helping to set this up. Okay. That, I think that's going to be incredibly helpful to dealers. Um, you know, it's funny. We, uh, we bring on a lot of dealers to help them not only sell cars, but buy cars. And we've, it's, it's interesting to see how many don't really have that big of a web presence. Some of them don't even have a, a sell-to page or buy-to page. Right. Do you also help them get those things set up? Can you talk a little bit about that process? Sure. Yeah, and there's a lot of dealers that use your product, and, and we encourage that. You know, about a year and a half ago, we started, you know, talking to our dealers about that, either creating a physical buying center. You know, some of them actually had physical locations, and said, so we said, let's advertise that. Others, it's more the concept of people don't know that they could sell their car. Like most consumers would say, I don't think I could sell my car to the Ford dealer. Or even if, well, I have a really nice Silverado, they won't buy it. And we're going, yes, they will. And they go, oh, I never knew that. So it's really important for dealers to create that advertising strategy. Not, and this is where they make a mistake, is that they have it all combined with their trade-in page. Right? And they'll say, well, it's the same thing. I'm like, no, if you're saying sell the car, I'll buy your car, you don't have to buy anything from me, then why are you sending them to a page that says trade in your vehicle? And they go, oh, I never thought about that. I said, it could be a very similar page, but it should have all, here's how you sell it, here's our process. Yeah, you want to trade? Great. The other great thing that we work on is trying to get them to not have salespeople buy the cars. Separate people buy the cars because salespeople won't buy a car unless they can really trade in a car and they really want to sell you a car right. instead of just, I just want to buy your car. Just give it to me. And I think that helps. But they absolutely need a presence. And those dealers that are really doing it, one, are gaining more because they're buying more cars. And number two, they're just standing out ahead of everyone. And, it, and I think it's a, it, it's a huge opportunity that some people are just missing. Yeah. It's interesting because we're seeing some of the... Uh the more forward-thinking dealers like the Patrick Abaz of Beaver mm -hmm. Toyota uh, believe that the guys in his buying center had no car experience. Mm -hmm. You know, they're 19, 20 years old, and they're buying over 100 cars a month from the public. So 
you're right about it needs to be it's not a sale uh, you know don't put your sales uh used car sales manager in charge of buying cars just go hire a college kid and give them the tool and let them go to town is there anything else that you would like to uh, any other comments around sure. that that you'd like to share yeah see i don't necessarily i mean i i know patrick and i know his son and that works for him mm -hmm. but uh, I don't think it's necessarily it has to be someone outside or has no experience. It's just that's your role. Right. You just keep it very clean and you compensate them on buying vehicles and you give them permission. The problem that I see or where I see the arc of the initial enthusiasm, then the struggle of adoption is how can we make it fast and easy? And Patrick and two or three of my other very progressive dealers who were very successful explained it to me and they said, I had to get out of my own way. I had to get out of the way of trying to win on every car. Yes. As soon as I don't win on every car and I win on the volume at the end of the month, there's going to be a clunker. There's going to be something at the wholesale or something I might lose a little on that buying. But when I sell it, I'm going to make my money. Mm -hmm. So he, all of them just said, I had to just say, we need to go buy cars, get out of my way, and more importantly, make it simple. Not the usual, I'll give you a price, but you got to bring it in, and let me go look at it. And it's that, ah, oh, you're really not giving me the price, you're playing games, versus I'll give you this, I'm going to assume that you're tr telling me it's the right, you know. True. And usually customers are telling you it's a little less. They'll go, it's good, and you're going, it's very good. But it makes it easy, where as long as you have the title, it is what it is, I'm giving you it, I'm taking the car. That's the game, is making it fast and easy for the customers, and that should be anything that right. you're doing. But I think to be successful at buying cars, I think that's really the strategy. And just really align your marketing, explain the process, deliver on the process, and just whoever's doing it, that's their sole purpose. Yeah, I love it. Anything else, Any, is there anything in your mind that you really want to get out there to dealers and dealerships that you want to leave them with is your parting thoughts. I just think that everything, I, I wrote a book with Troy Spring and Tracy Myers a long time ago called Connected Marketing. And I still see how your marketing is in silos, what you're doing traditionally or offline, doesn't connect with online, doesn't connect in the store, and then it doesn't connect to your sales process. So if I rewrote the book or we updated it, I'd say we're missing the piece that actually connects to the sales process, right? And so we need to learn from the sales team, like what questions, what, what, what are you seeing out there? So you can create content. I just think it all has to work together and not just, hey, we hit our sales number, but at what expense? And the other piece that I've been talking about a lot is that delta. So the delta of understanding what you're actually missing. So for instance, if even using VinQ, let's say I'm using a, 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 their their platform to buy, get leads to somebody who wants to sell the car. The real question is how many people click the button and then how many people submit it? Now, a dealer could sit there and say, I got a hundred, thank you, awesome. But if 500 people click that button, there's that delta of 400 that I could have had a conversation with that I missed. And I don't think a lot of dealers are looking at that delta because they're only looking at what I got and they might be happy with what they got, but at one, where, where is the opportunity? And then what could we do differently to engage more of those people? I think if you start thinking that way, I think then you actually accelerate your sales, but you're just maximizing your marketing. Right. 
I love it. Thank you so much Pleasure. for stopping by and being with me today. Pleasure. Thank you, everybody. That was uh, Glenn Pash on Cue the Next Leader, and we'll talk soon. <laughs>